Blog Talk Radio.
The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Trying to tell 
those of the national audience, get in where you fit in at. Whatever your strength is, remember one thing. The land is south, east, north, west. It's all vacant. You got to secure all that land. Whatever you can do to get in where you fit in and get your blessing with dust there, Joshua, get to the place. Because remember one thing. We're going to take a look at that What what was what Mordecai told Esther. He told Esther something to do. Because she was uh, in the great big house and she was sitting and grinning up there. We told her something. We might take a look at that too. We're not going to bring our elder in. He'll tell you all about the broadcast. Case number 15. Yahweh beats you all. So it'll take your time. Get up a nice, good, hot cup of herbal tea and listen to every word you got to tell this national audience. Over 900,000 plus and counting. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Yahweh blesses you, Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. As you say, among a cast of over 900,000. But that's a, that's a good thing, because we know that all those people came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And these are times when you have people trying to talk against Yahweh that we should be believing in. Pastors, deacons. People on the street that have a loudmouth conversation, uh, just like today, they try to drag you away from the words that we read, which we know comes from the King James Bible. You have to be able to rehearse the righteous act, to know definitely that you are on Yaqua's word. And that's a good thing. In doing that, one man can only do 100% of that what he can do. Never try to take on more than what you can do because you can't do the work of another. That's what the mighty one comes for. He can do the impossible. And you'll find those out there to say they can do that. But we already know what it says in Matthew 24, verse number 4 and 5. 4 says, And Yahweh's son answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Yahweh's son, and shall deceive many. Well, we have seen that. We have heard that. And we have seen a demonstration, but they did not own up to the part. Well, we own up to our part, and that's in the word of Yahweh. Helping guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud up the gums, and Christianity. So in this, we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry that comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's word, which we have mentioned before. We've even been questioned about that. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? And we have read the whole book from front to back. Well, they didn't do it the way that we would did it, and not how they were told. Comes from connecting the books, your health. Who's you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. All this is done because you have not. And you have to look no further. Because when the door opens, you have now found the voices of the Israelites, tribe of Yadah. It will open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. At uh, 
online. Class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is set. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We even have a website address to use this on any search line. Type tryyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. And after you click enter, just under the big line, you will see choices. One will be tires and offerings. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. Now, on any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tires and offerings, and doing so, Remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, kindred to the people. Give unto the aqua glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. And as you know, I always remind everyone to remember that Yahweh loves us, you're forgiven. And the donations that's given to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dossier's Yahweh alive, also for building the school, which you hear us say on a continuing basis is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health food. We continue to speak up on this program over Yahweh. While there, check out our calendar. That calendar is there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. Features available during our broadcast time. And to get there, just enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live. On your cell phone, computer, or any one of your smart devices. When you click enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadah, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yadah in mind. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is... 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six known accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But now, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. You will only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. By calling the same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. You might imagine he's usually pretty busy with the WCC. Our station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos continuously, as most of us have seen. And even now, the Latter-day Saints. And that's even besides setting up our broadcast program 
before broadcast time starts. As I said before, it's almost too much to remember. So use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging downtone. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Friday. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter the three words, Dakwa Radio Live. This time, look for Voices of the Truizoites, Tribe of Yadda. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Another note, during our normal broad talk broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting our program on PalTalk. PalTalk can be logged in by your cell phone, your tablet, or computer, even at SmartWatch. Download the PalTalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Tourismites, Tribe of Yadon. When you get there, you'll find out of whom will hold 50 or more listening participants. Well, Yahweh's Word will also be working for your Bible education and online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be the elder Mr. Tibbs Israel along with Seer Israel writing as shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if more talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. I want to be with you all. You know, I always give that continuing reminder that when we're giving scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners wanting to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. We have a continuing reminder of that fact in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And that says, For Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but of peace in all covenants of churches of the saints. Because we're keeping the scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win that bump and gums contest, they're the ones that miss all the Yahweh's glory, which is said unto them. Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh. And that's told us in St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. And so we can start to do just that. We will turn our program back over to our seed of Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hello, we got a memo saying that the young lions will be up three minutes a little while late getting on the broadcast. Mother be a few minutes getting on the broadcast, so um, I think it'll be you and I have to do our part. And one thing about it is you got to be up for your part, and whatever your, they call it in the Bible, your lot. Whatever your lot is, do what you got to do on your part because the Almighty going to do what he got to do. No doubt about it. So, Elder, what we're going to do, Elder, we're just going to take our time and throw a few verses on the table and make a little slight detour because, you know, 
The world is confused there, Elder, because the order is not there. Let's take a look at that order by looking at Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Hey, Elder, what could that Luke 12, 12 say there, Elder? Look at this. Okay, in the book of Luke, looking at chapter 12, reading verse number 12, it says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Hey, the righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring our mother in, uh, mother Eve. Mother East, let me tell you something, Sarah. We know we see the bigger picture, and we're gonna be all, we're gonna give it all we got. So when, when we lead by example, that means you be in position when the time appointed to show the younger exactly what's going on the Bible way. And that's why it's so important to for the school to be able to sit there in classes and show the younger exactly how the Bible goes. And that's one of the greatest mystery of teaching. We'll bring our mother in, Mother E, and we'll see if she's ready to holler that microphone. We know she's ready, but we just, uh, you know, for the national audience sake, we just talk like that. Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, probably y'all by Judah. Hey, Mother E, y'all probably beat that C right Now, what blessings here, Israel, of C. Roy. Hallelujah, boy. Hallelujah, right there, Mother. We see now you, you're bright eyed and bushy tail, you're ready to go. That's a great thing. And we know Mother Z, the healthcare still, put them on the table. I'll give a commentary. Let me hear something if I can take some notes. That's a great thing. So um, we're going to take, take a look at a few things. Corinthians, I mean Chronicles, the Chronicle book. First Chronicles 15. Can you have to see out in verse? 12 and 13, I need to know what what is that saying in 1 Chronicles chapter 15. Let's look at verse 12 and 13. 1 Chronicles on, on the left side of the book. Chapter 15, verse 12 and 13, Elder. Take your time and let the national here use the little of that first outcome out. In the book of First Chronicles, chapter 15, reading verses 12 and verse number 13. 12 says, And said unto them, Yes, 12 and 13. 12 says, And he said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourself, both ye and your brother, that ye may bring up the ark of the Yahweh of Israel unto the place that I have prepared for it. 13. For because you did it not at the first, Yahweh, our Yahweh, made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after due order. You see the man saying, so he said, Almighty made a breach on us, Elder. He said, because you didn't do it right at the first. See, it's not how high you you are in the world. 
Y'all make sure you got the almighty Yahweh right. He said he made a breach on us because we didn't do it right at the first. Then the seer elder had to remind the children of Israel, he said, <laughs> he meant to come out the chief. And Mother, and Mother Eve had me that end time prophecy in Revelation 2, verse 4 and 5, had that waiting on me. But L, so what he said, since we didn't do it right at the first, he made a breach on us because we didn't do the due order. And that's, and that's big talk right there. So now, in Isaiah 41, L, can you help those three out in 8 through 10? I need to know a little bit more. Because he said he, he was talking to the chief of the people. So the seer going to pick that up in Isaiah 41, 8 through 10. Let's hear, let's hear what the old Isaiah the seer got to say behind that kind of conversation come out. Okay, in the book of Isaiah, the 41, reading verses 8 to verse number 10. 8 says, But thou... Israel art my servant, Israel whom I have chosen, and the seed of Abraham my friend. Eight, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the chief of men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and shall not cast thee away. Ten, for fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy Yahweh. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will keep help thee. Yea, I, I will help, I will uphold thee in the right hand of my righteousness. Mm-hmm. So now, the seer made that statement. You know? So he let the people, see the, see, the seer's job is to make sure he received it from the Yahweh, not not the Pope, not the Cardinal, and not the Bishop. The seer is the one that, that receives the word to pass on to the people of the book, the children of Israel. Now, El Paul pull it in the eleventh chapter. Now, Paul pull what you just got to read in that forty-first chapter, eight through ten. Paul pull that verse. Let's hear what Paul says. In the ninth chapter, one through five. Let's Romans chapter nine, one through five. Now Paul pulled that verse. Listen what Paul says. Everybody love to quote Paul. We gonna quote Paul too, but through the precept. Yeah, we gonna quote him too. But let's precept what Paul said going to Northern Kingdom that was in Rome. In the ninth chapter, one through five, what he said, "Hell, Mister T, what he say?" In the book of Romans, chapter nine, reading verses one to verse number five, one says, "I say the truth in Yahweh, the Son. I lie not. My concise also bear witness, bear me witness in the righteous spirit, too, that I have great heaviness and a continual sorrow." In my mind. Three, for I could wish that myself were accursed from Yahweh the Son, for my brothers and my kinsmen, 
according to the flesh. Four, who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of Yahweh and the promise? Five, whose are the fathers and whom as concerned the flesh of Yahweh the son came? Who is over all, Yahweh bless forever. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So he said, my conscience bear me with me. So Paul is talking to the Israelites. He was letting them know their position. You is the people of the covenant, and you receive all this from the Almighty. But today, you don't know who you are. You think that you is African-American, Negro, and you you identify more with a religion than your nationality. So give me one more arrow that we're going to cling to the mother in that, in that end time prophecy. Now, now he, he, he's still talking. He's still pointing back toward Isaiah 41, 8 through 10. He's still talking to northern kingdom that was scattered in Rome. So he says in verse 11, 1 and 2, the elder, look at it real carefully, and listen to what he says. He, he continues to talk. Matter of fact, before you go 11, he's he talking in pink. See, we, that's why the school is so important. He's talking in pink. What he says in 10, 1, 2, and 3. And uh, Mother, Mother, you have me at 11, 1, and 2 waiting on me. Here we go into that revelation. So he's still talking. He's still talking to the northern kingdom. Look what he says to them in the 10th chapter, 1, 2, and 3. Now he could put a name on who he's talking to. 10, 1, 2, and 3, ever come out. Book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 1 to verse number 3. One says, Brother, my mind's desire and prayers to Yahweh for Israel is that they might be saved. Two, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. Three, for they being ignorant of Yahweh's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of Yahweh. He said, he said, he said we, see, we got a zeal for some, some YHWH amongst us. We got a zeal for them. But guess what? Our zeal is not according to knowledge. Because if, you, if it was according to, to knowledge, you will know that you will let a minister stand before you and never address the mailing address and what's on top who this letter to. They, why? They never tell you for you who this letter. I tell you what you do. You go to the Penner Institution. And and wait till mail call roll call for mail, and they call out Willie Smith 
Jones, and you run up there and grab their mail, that will be a fight meaning. How would you let a people stand before you take this book and never address the people of the book? This book is addressed to a people. And you let a member stand before you and never tell you it. Show me one verse where it says, to hear, O Christian, hear, O Islam, hear, O Judaism. You never hear that. But they'll tell you you're Christian, Judaism, and Islam, and everything else, with the Bible in your, in your hand. See, some ain't right. That's why we got it. Yeah, take our time, come six nights a week and show you this book. If you're going to have the Bible in your hand, and this is what you're going to quote, can't you at least tell your audience who it's referred to? Huh? i tell you what. Let somebody, you know, back in the days uh, when they passed out the check, let somebody grab your check and I bet you squeal in. You'll squeal in, won't you? Okay, good. Leave that alone. So now, <laughs> he addressing a people that have totally been bounced from their identification. This is called the greatest piece of identification self has ever been put on a people, but it was prophesied that that to happen. Hold that point, mother. I know you got two, three mothers, but mother. It was prophesied, it's not an accident, but in 32, help those see out, mother. We know we all over the place right now, but we got the lady in. Should we want this? That's why the school is so important. And it's so important for us to get to school, then build the teachers up by just sitting in the classroom and put them on the right track. Now, mother, and Deuteronomy 32, it was a statement made, mother, and we want to just analyze what was said in Deuteronomy. It was a statement said. And we want to take a look at it, mother. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, Look what he says in verse 1 and 26. Listen to what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 1, 26. Take the time that mother is. It's just, it ain't but over 900,000 plus. But let me look at WCC. Hey, here, it's more than that. But we ain't going to tell you. Well, that's okay. <laughs> uh, mother. And 32, verse 1 and 26. What is that, Mother? Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 1 and verse 26. Verse 1. Give ear, O, o ye heaven, and I will see and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Verse 26. Verse 26. I said, I will scatter them into corners. I will make the the members of them to cease from among men. You see what he's saying? He said, I'm going to scatter them 
in court. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make a remembrance of them to deceive them among them. Now you can ask I mean ones that got the doctor's degree, uh big degree. Who are the children of Israel the Bible? You know they say, well nineteen forty eight that's the Jews. See what they do? See what they do? That's how they do it today. The remembrance of the true children of Israel is not in the minds of no one. Because Yahweh said, I'm going to make it deceit from among men. But then I'm going to raise up a ministry to bring everything back to your remembrance. And that is the voices of the true Israelites, the six and nine accounts. Is to bring it back to your memory, who you are and your responsibility. So now Paul pulled everything up. Now give me that 11, 1 and 2 Romans. Now give me that Romans 11, 1 and 2. And let's get new, make a little haste. See, because it's already prophesied, you would not have. So the children of Israel do not know who they are. The true bloodline Israelites, according to the Almighty, they do not know who they are. 99% of the children of Israel today do not know they are the people of the book. With big degree, big job title, but they can't prove they got the people of the book. Keep us to the broadcast. We'll give you everything to work with. It's up to you to do the right thing. Romans 11, 1 and 2, what does it say, Mother? Book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1, I said, then, if I cast away his people, that will forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham. I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 2. Yahweh had not cast away his people, which he foreknow. He not what the scriptures said of Elijah. Elijah. That's good. That's good, right there, That's good. You got your point across. The point across, Paul is talking to the Romans. That was, and the Romans is the Israelites that scattered over there. He told them plainly. He identified himself. And the reason why he identified himself much. Here's the point. Do you know do you know when Paul identified himself? He said, I am a Israelite. He even told you what tribe he's from. He said, I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm from the seed of Abraham. Why did, he, why did he say all that stuff? Why? Let's find out why Paul said all that what he said, mother. So we know he still holds some good stuff, but we're going to do it spiritually. Go to the um, 24-14 of the book of Acts. Why did Paul, when he got to Rome, why did he tell the Israelites who he were? Why did he do that? Let's find out. We're going to Acts. 
See, okay. when you stand before your people, Paul just told the Israelites that's in Rome that he also is a Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin, the seed of Abraham, to let them know. And he haven't cast y'all away. It just y'all ways of being darkness. You got a zeal for your mighty one, but not according to knowledge. So in 24, Mother, verse 14, what did Paul say that we all can, can hear you deliver the knockout blow in Acts 24, 14? What did Paul say? The book of Acts, chapter 24, verse 14. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call Hashem, so which of I, the Yahweh of my father, believe in all things which are written in the law and in this seal. You know what Paul says? Paul says, I got to confess to y'all. He says, I believe everything that's written in the law and the seal. So why is it not done away with Mr. Breeze? Paul is telling at this time the Almighty is back in heaven. He believes all things that are written. Now, Mother, just go to the 26th chapter, Mother, and look at verse number 6 and 7. He's still talking. So he's letting the children of Israel that's in Rome saying, listen, I believe all things written. Paul is saying it's done away with, but your preacher are saying it's done away with. Well, at the time of Paul made these statements, the son was back on the right hand of his father. Why, why did he tell them, well, the son of Cain, everything is done away with? No. He said, I believe everything that's written from Melchizedek to Genesis. Now, he's on trial, mother. And, and he got to do a little talking. We just get down to the point of what he said in Acts 26, verse 6 and 7. Listen to what he says in Acts 26, verse 6 and 7. What do you say, Mother? The book of Acts, chapter 26, verse 6 and verse 7. Verse 6. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of Yahweh unto our Father. Verse 7. And to which promise our twelve tribes and Instantly, third, third, Yahweh, day and night, hope to come for which hope, say, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. Mm-hmm. But he said, but, but Paul saying, the reason he on court is pertaining to the 12 tribes. Now, where is Yahweh the Son ever is? He's in heaven. He's sitting on the right hand of his father. So Paul says he is brought to the carpet, but to the 12 tribes. See, somebody got to teach this. Now, I want to know, Mother, why did he, when he addressed them, he told them exactly who he were and what his mission. Now, I want to know, Mother. I got to find out. He said he believes everything that's written. 
what is written that Paul was quoting from that he believed? We're going to go all the way to the book of Numbers. We're going to sing all the way to the book of Numbers. Now, he quoted something, Mother. And we want to find out what is he quoting. Can he believe all things? We're going to find out. We're going to the book of Numbers, Mother, and we're going to find out what's going on. What is Paul doing? So Paul didn't believe everything. We're going to Numbers, and we're going to find out if there's certain things that we need to know. And Numbers chapter, I'm struggling right now, Mother, chapter 11. So still, it's struggling right now. I'm all over the place right now because I'm struggling. But I'm looking for a statement that Paul said in the book of Numbers. But we're struggling right now. So make that the first chapter, Moses. In the first chapter of Numbers. Yeah. But I'm struggling right now. In Numbers chapter 1, Paul will make a statement in verse 17 through 19. Let's see what he said that we can read. Numbers chapter 1, 17 down to verse 19. Let's see what what, what he got, what he working with, Moses. What is the reason why he he introduced himself and told him exactly? We want to know, did he just say it because he was puffed up? Why did he address the, the Israelites that was scattered? Why did he do it? Let's find out. We're going to Numbers chapter 1, verse number 16, down to verse 18. What does it say about Numbers 1, 16, 18? What does it say? Book of Numbers chapter 1, verse 16 to 18. Verse 16. These were the renowned of the congregation of prince of the tribe of, the, of their father, heads of thousands in Israel. 17, and Moses and Aaron took them men which are expressed by their name. Verse 18, and they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month. And they declared their pedigree after their family by the house of their father, according to the number of the name from 20 years old and upward by their poem. So when you meet, when you go on to a lecture or a lecture, lecture or a teacher, you always declare your pedigree. You tell Mm -hmm. them your pedigree. So Paul was addressing them because of his pedigree. He pulled that from Numbers chapter 1, 16 to 18, because the law says, declare your pedigree. See, if we've been declaring our pedigree today, then it will be no such thing as a Israelite Christian or Israelite Judaism, uh, Israelite Muslim. If they were to declare their pedigree, but they didn't do it because they lost their record. 
And that's why they got many names on them, just like the names, like it's called India. India. They got a name called Indian on it. But is, is the Indians, oh, that's who they are, according to the Bible? No. But when you didn't, when you stop declaring your pedigree and pass it on to your loved one, that's why you condition you in a day. So now, let's get one more in there, mother. Give me nine one, and then give me nine one of first chronicles. Nine one, and then the other. Might I get two more in, mother? Uh, 9-1 First Chronicles. 9-1. Okay. First Chronicles 9-1. Okay. First Chronicles chapter 9. Verse 1. Mm-hmm. First Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1. For all Israel were written by genealogies. And behold, they were written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their transgression. Mm-hmm. So all Israel like are records in genealogy. So that's, that's just the Bible. All Israelites are records in genealogy. We have to know that the one that's standing forth, that the audience is Israelite, we must know exactly who are you that are dressing up. Because all Israel was reckoned through genealogy. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to get that verse out of entire prophecy. So now I need that Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Now we are made it to that verse. Now I need it. Revelation 2, verse 4 and 5. Listen good. Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 4 and verse 5. Verse 4 reading. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Verse 5. Remember, therefore, from which thou art fallen, and Repent and do the first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove that candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. You see that? You see see what uh, John was told by the angels? John was off in the captivity. He was all he was exiled. The angel told John to put it in writing. You tell them six churches, the congregation of the children of Israel over there in Asia and Europe, tell them they don't repent and remember their first love and get back to it. He said, I'm going to remove their candlesticks from them. I mean their life. I mean their knowledge. I'm going to remove all that from them. He said, the only way that they're going to maintain this they got to repent. He said, they don't, if they, see, here's the point. 
If they don't repent, he's not going to give you back um, much. 69, where well, he just left a message saying that he got a, hey, L, when you're back, when, you, when you're back ready, how that microphone say hallelujah, why L? Now, what I was, what I was saying, mother? What you well, saying? Just, yeah, I was just saying something. It don't got past those cigarettes. It don't got past those cigarettes now. I thought I was saying something about something. Yeah, the moon that camera that's right. He says he said, if you don't repent mm-hmm. then I'm gonna remove your camera stick. That is right. Now, that's big talk about. So, I wonder what will happen. He says, tell them to turn back to their first love. They said they got to repent to have their candlestick lit up. If you don't repent, you ain't got no candlestick. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to remove it. That's big talk with them. So if that's big talk, um, no, hey, Mother Z, we got to bring you in, Mother Z. We know you're going to be doing a conversation. Nice. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So, Mother, the LB, um, Big Digger Chair has got him hemmed up right now. So he, he'll let us know when he's back ready on the airway. So now, and that's why we tell those of the six anointed camp, get in where you fit in at. You never know what time to holler in that mic. Now, I'm waiting on um, uh, Sister BSJ Israel. You say, I'm ready to holler in that microphone. I'm ready to holler in that microphone. That's what we want. Want to hear you holler in that microphone. What? The word of the Almighty. That's it. Now, find out one thing. That he says, you got to repent. Do he gonna remove your candlestick? So the only way you can maintain and hold your candlestick, you gotta repent. Now, so I mean, you gotta know, but you can't just repent because just be repenting. You gotta know what you're repenting from. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, return back to your first love. But what is our first love? That's the point. Let's find out what's our first love, Mother. He said, return back to our first love. Let's find out about this first love. But we want to get the Almighty to start um, getting in with us. Let's talk about this good old love stuff we got to do. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. Let's find out a little bit about this. Um, well, it's prophesied. And Revelation 2, 4, and 5, let's find out about this good love stuff. What about this love in Proverbs 8, 17? What is that, Mo? Okay. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. The book of Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. Verse 17 reads, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early 
Yes, sir. So, so the love is is the condition to this love. It's not. Oh, I know he loved me. He accepted me the way I know. See, again, that's called religion. The Almighty just told the wise man the world south. He said, "I love them that love me, the one that seeks him. I love them that love me." So it's a condition. So you know, the preacher will tell you, "Come as you are." But no, Solomon just said, the Almighty told him to tell you in writing, I love them that love me. Now, Solomon, well, let's, let's take a look at this old Solomon. Let's find out, for Solomon makes such a powerful statement, powerful statement he just made, let's find out Solomon's resume and who gave it to him. We go to Second Chronicles one seven down to verse twelve. Let's find out a little bit more about this guy named Solomon. Now he the one wrote that the Almighty four letter man said, "I love them that love me." Now I want to know this: who anointed him? Who anointed him? Hey, who anointed him to say what he just said? And then we're going to take a look at that, too, a little bit later. But who anointed him to tell, to put in the Bible, that the Almighty said, I love them that love me? Now, Second Chronicles 1, 7 to 12. Hey, Mother, let's talk about Solomon's resume. Let's see who anointed him to make such a profound statement that the Almighty loved them. They love him. Second Chronicles 1, 7 down to verse 12. Take it down, mother. We got plenty of time. Come on. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Yes, Chronicles chapter 1, verse 7 to 12. Mm-hmm. Verse, verse 7. And that night did Yahweh appear unto Solomon, and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Verse 8. And Solomon said unto Yahweh, Thus has showed great mercy unto David, my father, and has made me to reign in his stead. Verse 9. Now, O Yahweh, Yahweh, let thy promise unto David, my father, be established, for thou hast made me king over the people, like the dust of the earth in multitude. Verse 10, give me now wisdom and knowledge, that I may go out and come in before this people. Well, who can judge this your people that is so great. Verse 11. And Yahweh said to Solomon, because this was in my mind, and thus have not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thy enemies, 
neither yet have asked long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made the king. Verse 12. Verse 12. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee. Neither shall there any after thee have thee have thee. So you see it all my okay. He says, Solomon says you um you can ask for a long life, pocket full of money, you want to look uh twenty two again. You didn't ask for none of that. You ask for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people, Israel. Mm-hmm. He says, Solomon, that's the kind of talk I like. You got life when you put me for that's the key right there. And see we that's what we chose to do secondary. You put this man second to you. He says, I like that, Solomon. You said you want me to give you wisdom and knowledge to govern my people, Israel. <laughs> I like that kind of talk. Now, with that kind of talk, it will, you'll be the wisest man that ever lived. Most the knowledge man that ever lived, you'll be the richest man that ever lived. It won't be now before you or after you. So the most richest man that ever lived, I don't care how much money Bill Gates or any of them got or whatever they got, Momisa, Momusa over there in Africa had. No. That's why I say the most richest man that ever was born of a woman. It's solid. It will be nobody. Before him, that had more money than he got, it will be nobody after him. So David's up there. That's the richest man in the world because he said he said the right thing. And that's what we're trying to tell you, children of Israel. You got to say the right thing if you want this man to get in your life. Like we read, we told you what not to eat. Mm-hmm. The reason why we're in bad condition today is because we violate everything that's man and we follow the other nation. What not be? Now, I'm going to tell you something. The worst thing you can do today or teach is to go out and eat processed food. Processed food is, is a no-no to the children of Israel. The world can eat processed food. Or they can eat and get big belly buds. But guess what? You can't. Because he gave you strict things what to eat to avoid fun. And this is what he says, and let's go to Revelation. Now, I want to make a point, but let's read it first. Let's go to Genesis first, Mom. I want to go to 129 and Genesis first. 12930. See, we don't know where they're going, but we're going to get there. So we're just going to 
let you understand something. He said you have returned back to your first love. The reason why we in bad condition today, because we celebrate anything we got good by going eating processed food. Do you know the children of Northern Kingdom? Do you know what they died were when they came to America after the 700 BC? Do you know what they had? See, a lot of people don't know what they had. You might find out in this lesson. Right? But I'll tell you one thing, the children of Israel were getting a, uh, what to put in their mouth and what not to put in their mouth. And this was told to the children of Israel before they was even born to be passed on from Adam all the way up to John, close it down in 96 AD. 129 30. What does mother bring out in 129 and 30? Genesis. 29 and 30. What is Book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 29 and verse 30. Verse 29. And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herd, barren seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the in thee, which is the fruit of the tree, yelling seed. To you it shall be for me. Verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herd for me, and it is, and it was so. You see that? So here's the point. School is put together. We're going to have to show them exactly how to, what Yahweh requires to maintain your body. Your body can re, um, give me a word. Give me, a, me out, mother. Give me a word. Your body can rejuvenate itself. But, but you got to return back to what Yahweh is saying. Sometimes people give you a short time because the doctors know you're going to eat. All the all all the starch food and get your mouth off. But what you don't know is what Yahweh told the people of the book. When you eat, make sure you eat green food. Green food with the meat we're gonna tell you about shortly. But make sure on every meal, stay away as much as you can from processed food in the restaurant. Something they are processed. Stay away from anything of Moab and Armor. That's Chinese food. Stay away from Chinese. Stay away from Japanese. Stay away from your boss telling you, I'm taking you out for dinner. You're going to eat medium rare food, blood out your meat before you eat it. Go to a restaurant. That's the last thing they do. A lot of things you can do to help yourself, then Yahweh will kick in when you obey him. Now, the reason why that, now the angel came and told David that in 104, verse 14, the angel said something to David. He said, the reason why you do the green herb with all your meal, green herbs, and we'll show you how 
to prepare a, like say, I want to really knock his, knock his socks off of, or knock her socks off. We're going to look at how you do that with a full course meal in number 11, verse 5. We're going to show you about a full course meal according to the Bible. How about that? So right now, you want to, the angel came and told David something in 104, verse 14. What he said, hey, mother, what he said in 104, verse 14 in the book of Psalms. And then when you're back on, ready to say hallelujah, why other we know you're ready to get back to doing your part. The book of Psalms, verse 14. The book of Psalms, chapter 104, verse 14. He causes the grass to grow for the cattle and the herbs for the service of man, that he may bring both food out of the earth. Yeah, bring forth food out of the earth. Now, he says, Herbs is the service for man. Herbs. So you always be eating herbs. Now let's now let's let's knock his sock off or knock her shoes off. Let's go to Numbers eleven verse five. Let's let's, let's bring out a full course meal, Mama. Eleven verse five. If we bring out a Numbers eleven five, a full course meal. Come on. Okay. The book of Numbers, chapter eleven. Verse 5. The book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 5 reads, We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumber and the melon and the beef and the onion and the garlic. Yeah. Now there you go your full course meal in the Bible. So now that's why we have to show these young couples how to keep this man on his feet so he can keep his mind straight. Now there you go your full course meal. Your full course meal is not telling this man to uh, well, I ain't feel like cooking today, stop by uh the Chinese restaurant and bring me no, uh uh-uh. There's your four-course meal right there. Mm-hmm. That's a four-course meal. Now, now we're going to the second book of Ezra, Mother. Second book of Ezra? Yeah, we're going to that um, apocalypse. Ezra Red Book. You mm-hmm. want to find out about people in the 13th chapter, right? Something... We need, we need to get a name on them, then we're going to get back on course. But we on course now. So now, now you see what a four-course meal is. Mm-hmm. Stay away from processed food, children of Israel. It wasn't given to you. All the nations eat all the processed food. They eat all them uh, restaurants, burgers, and all that old stuff. But that stuff of there will swear you up put you to sleep quick and make you struggle. You go to one of them um, burger places, 
I ain't called no name. If you go get your knife, verbal, no, no. Processed food is a no-no for the children of Israel. Now, I was, um, I was out, and I seen the place, it called, I'm not going to call the total name of it, but you know what they're specializing in? In crab food. Crab, and I and I sit there, you know, waiting on the bus, and I'm watching who going in and out this crab uh, restaurant. Nothing but Israelites. Matter of fact, one Israelite came in with with uh, 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 crutches up on the arm, get up in there to get some some crab, some. Food that do not have fins and scales on it. Crab food. Crab food. This is what the man is telling the children, but they don't know they're children of Israel. That's why we got a big job to do. We don't supposed to eat nothing in the water unless it got fins and scales. And every meal we eat, we're supposed to make sure it's green food. <laughs> green food with our meal. The, the, the best Meat you can eat is fish, according to the Bible. Fish and green food, you 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 you'll be all right, no doubt about it. Green food and fish, but we're gonna talk about another thing. But maybe maybe, but I want to first bring the people on the table first. In the thirteenth chapter, verse forty, there, mother, can you throw stay out in Second Ezra? I want to talk about a people, but right now they got a they got many names on them, but they don't even know their name. In the 13th chapter, mm-hmm. we go on second to look at verse number. Yeah, second Ezra. Second Ezra, verse 40. Verse 40. Those are the ten stars which were carried away free out of their own land in the time of O.C., the king. Hmm. Solomon. Solomon, the, Solomon, the king of Assyria, led away yeah. captive, and he carried them over the water. And so, and so came they unto another Verse forty one. But they took this counsel among them among themselves that they would lead the multitude of the nation and go forth into a other country where never mankind dwelt. Forty two. That they might that they might there keep their statutes which they never kept in their own land. Forty three. And and they entered into the braiding by the narrow path of the river. Forty four. 
for the Most High, then show signs for them and help seal the fluid till they were passed over. For though that country, there was a great way to go, namely of a year and a half, and the same region is called. Author it, author it, author it. Now you're there you go, author it. So in that same region where no man of drill was Osiris. Osiris is another name, is the name they call now today America. So they're going to right. choose the, the 10 tribes right there. The 10 tribes are around about after 722 BC, between EZRA chapter 1 and about 550 BC, the 10 northern tribes of Israel was coming that came to America. Got put it off into the Euphrates, went out right up into the Atlantic, and came right on over to the known world called America. When called America, that to America Vance Coochie gave it the name in the latter hundreds, 1400. So that's when that was eight. They was over here in BC. So the Northern Kingdom, the Ten Tribes, led by, led by, which is red. They was already in America, which you call America today. Okay. They brought their customs. They had plenty of green food and fish and buffalo. And when the sons of Esau came over here, what they killed up from you? Your buffalo. Killed your buffalo for spice. Because that was the children of Israel, northern kingdom's diet. They had fish. <laughs> but buffalo is what they had. They, buffalo was for their clothing through the winter. Mm-hmm. Buffalo was for everything they did. They, used, they, got, they got what they needed from buffalo. It used to be millions of buffalo. When the sons of Esau came over here, they killed up your buffalo. And then, then you have to eat just with green stuff. Then they cut you shot on that. Then they had you in their soup line. And they fed you processed food. And when you got that processed food, yeah, that's why they brought in all types of small pox diseases on blankets. Because you had nothing to ward yourself off with. The reason why we're so sick today is because we violate the dietary law of what we're supposed to put in our mouth. We eat processed food. We celebrate by going eating food that they process and put together. We we go and eat rattlesnake and we eat all that stuff. We eat stuff that violates you, but you don't know who you are. You think you African American and Negro. Remember, you you all became African American in the early part of eighties by Jesse Jackson. So if you call yourself an African American, that means African American history ain't going by since the nineteen eighties. 
who was you were for the 1980s? That's when you became African-American, when Jesse Jackson went down to the White House and called your name, said, we're going to be called African-American. That's going to be our name. That's not your nationality. It doesn't mean a lot of us were born before the 1980s. So what we were before the 1980s, we became African-Americans in uh, 1980-something by Jesse Lewis uh, Jackson. Jesse Jackson gave anyone in the uh, big dignitary and uh, uh, Coretta Scott King one went down to the White House and charted your name and gave you a name called Y'all going to be called African-Americans. And that was in the 80s. So we asked 95% of people today of this right to say, who are you? You'll just say, I'm an African-American. That means you got them. That means you just thought. But what about the one that was born before the early part of 1980? You didn't get that to 1980. <laughs> you know, if you know one of them, uh, if the was on there, pull it up exactly what Jesse Jackson gave you that name in the early part of 1980. That's when you became African American. So now on, on, we we take your Texas now or whatever, that's still in the box. You put in African American. Man, that name is just a was given Jeff Jackson gave that name in nineteen eighty. You mean mm-hmm. that's in your history started? In nineteen eighty? That's not good. That's why we got a zeal for for some almighty one but not according to knowledge. We don't know. We got a dietary law. We got strict rules, the do's and don'ts. Look what he said. Hey, mother, look what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 11, 26 through 30. Look what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 26, no, chapter 11, down to verse 30. Look what he says, mother. Deuteronomy chapter 11, 26 down to verse 30. Let's, let's Let's analyze what he's saying here. Come on. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 11, 26 to 30. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 26. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. 27. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you this day. 28. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other Yahweh's which you have not known, 29. And it shall come to pass when the Yahweh, your Yahweh, has brought thee in unto the land, whether you go to possess it, that you shall put the blessing upon Mount Gibran and the curse upon my eBay. That's good. That's good. That's good. So he, so he said before you, blessings and curses. Mm-hmm. Blessings if you obey, curses if you don't. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. He said, I'll pick for you today. Blessings if you obey. The blessing. Mm-hmm. Curses if you don't. Mm-hmm. Sure, you will have plenty of big dignitaries. Um, it's going to ignore, I mean, going to look good, skin and green. But as a nation, you're going to curse. You have plenty that's going to have a blessing. But the blessing would not be from your mighty one because it's right. a lot of come clean. Right? Here's a billionaire, a billionaire, billionaire. What's the billionaire say? And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of Perfection with God. What, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay, and what does um, that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination, mm-hmm. and one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown and Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where I don't check my emails, I don't respond to work calls, I don't read from Friday night, Friday night, Sunday down to Saturday night, Sunday. Yeah. No work. You don't check your emails. No. That's 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 like against the commandment of Hollywood (laughs) that thou shalt carry thy Blackberry at all times. But you know what? Here's the thing. When you set boundaries. Yeah. 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 Up front. Up front. Here's what my commitment is. So we all agree. I love to take the job or go down the road. Yeah. Here's the commitment. Yeah. Are we all agreeing this is okay? Mm-hmm. So then all I have to do is just make sure I keep the commitment. Yeah. Because the moment I break it yes. is the moment they realize, oh, well, he wasn't that serious. Mm-hmm. But for me, Sabbath is a time to recharge. It's a time to rest. It's a time to spend time with my family. Uh, it's a time to spiritually reconnect. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. What is interesting is that you allow your faith, yeah. your belief in God to be at the forefront of who you are yeah. in a place where... Most of us, and you even say in the book, I remember when I said to my father, uh, I was like 13, 14, that I, I'm going to be an actress. No daughter of mine is going to be going out to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the line. Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, right. So you're living in what a lot of certainly traditional Christian people see yes. Hollywood as the land of everything but following the path of, of your faith. How, how, how do you make it out there? <laughs> well, you make it by being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like literally for your, for your first job, I mean, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. Okay. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. I stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job, your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. You say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Now, Billionaire. Mm-hmm. Don't even know that the worship of the Bible is Friday night. It's a Saturday night. You got being there. I need big degrees on one. Big decisions too. Damn, how do you like what? Oh, Sunday is the work day. chapter 4 verse number 17 says as it is written I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he believed even Yahweh who quickened the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were so you see that so all we know one thing once we in order Yahweh gonna kick in the main thing you got to follow the rules and regulations now, mother on red that Yahweh loves them that love him. Now, so here come a man with a head covered out in this pocket, elder. And then we're going to pick up at uh, Matthew chapter 19. Let's see what he says. Because a lot of preachers love to say, all you got to do is believe on, believe on Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Get up to that in a minute. Believe on Jesus Christ and you will be saved. We're going to find out if that's all to it. We go on to Matthew chapter 19 and we'll pick it around at verse 16. We're going to find out. Believe on Jesus Christ and you will be saved. That's all you got to do. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. Now, let's see what we're going Okay, Matthew's got it. In the book of Matthew, is chapter 19, reading verses 16 and verse number 17. 16 says, Then behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? 17. He said unto him, Why callest me good? Is there none good but one? That is Yahweh, that a thou would enter into life. Keep the commandments of total instruction. Here the man said, Now look at look how plain it is. Now now we now we have big big dignitaries. Okay, you, you do everything but plain what he said, Good master, what must I do to have 
tell you, just believe on Jesus and you're going up, up, and away. That ain't what, that ain't what the man that made, have, made, made man say. Is that if you want to get off in life, then you keep the, you keep the law. And, and, and give me um, Romans. Let's preach up that. Romans chapter 7, verse 1. And then we're going to bring that young line in and see if he, is he coming on the network peacefully. We'll find out. The young line, is, let's see if he ready to do a little run. Is he coming on the network peacefully? Chapter 7, verse 1, they hear what it say. In the book of Romans, chapter 7, verse number 1 says, Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. How that the law may have domain over a man as long as he lives. You see that, Adam? So now your preacher tell you the law is done away with. The law have dominion over you as long as you live. Now, how would you, I'm going to give you a tithe, your three will off, and I'm going to dedicate myself to helping the ministry off. So why can't you tell me the law, oh, when I'm going to get into the kingdom, I got to keep the law. The law have dominion over me as long as I'm breathing. It ain't never done away with it. It's still on the clock. As long as I'm breathing, the law have dominion over me as long as I live. Why can't you tell me that, Mr. Preacher? Why are you going to come into my congregation and tell us that just believe on Jehovah Jesus Christ and you all and you all going up, up, and away? And then y'all stopped all that up. He never read 7 verse 1. When 7 verse 1 was read, Yahweh the Son was on the right hand of the Father. So if anybody knows done away with it, was him. And, and you know in Galatians 1.16, Paul was raised from the womb to deliver that knockout blow. So how can you let a preacher stand before you and tell you all you got to do, believe on Jehovah Jesus Christ. And then you're going up, up, and away. You'll be ready for the rapture. You see, you see what you do? And you pay them for that. Listen, that is a recipe to be thrown in the bottom of the liquefied. The law, the commandments, have dominion over you as long as you live. We're going to bring the young lion in and See if you're ready to do his part in case number 15. So when you meet that up-and-coming teacher called Brother Micaiah Israel, one of them young roaring line, tribe of Jewish. Brother Micaiah Israel, Yahweh be there, see you right. Yahweh bless you there, there Israel. Oh, see you right. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, there, young line. Now, young line, um, I don't know who all carrying these broadcasts, but do, do you mind telling the national audience over 900,000 strong who all carrying this broadcast for take 15 now? Take your time there, young line. You're on the clock. Come on. All right. See, it's real. See, Roy. No problem. So we know we live right now on Blog Talk Radio. I know the elder took care of that early during the beginning of the broadcast and also let you know about Power Talk. I'm going to let you know about uh, what else we got going on. We're broadcasting also on YouTube. You can catch us on YouTube at V-O-T-T-Y 
Tribe YHD. Once again, we broadcasting on YouTube. You can catch us on YouTube at V O T T Y Tribe Y H D A. Keys on your one eye Satan phone or your one eye Satan laptop or desktop or your one eye television uh, smart TV. You can also type in on those uh, entertainment instruments that you use uh, for our Facebook page at uh, B-O-T-T-Y. Once again, for the Facebook page, you can type in those entertainment instruments that you have at for Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. You can tune in to any one of the previous broadcasts that has been on Pal Talk, well, on Blog Talk, and also anytime we was live inside of the class, you can review that as well. So if you want to um, learn something, you got ears to hear something, we ask you to write down your notes and ask questions. And for question answering, call in to the international line at 224-600-5579. Once again, we ask you all to write down your notes, write down your questions, and ask questions, and you can call in and ask those questions and comments at 224-600-5579. Over to you, Sir Israel of oh, Steve Roy. Hallelujah. Now, next to you get very ethical. Young lions, that, that sounds like they're growing real good. That's why it's so important to understand one thing. Young lions got to be on the right track, and they got to be led the right way to do the right thing, because this is a generation that have no knowledge. Um, anything that changes the Bible. They try to, they say either we're going to get rich or, or die trying. That's it. So now, you're lying, but he makes a statement about that get rich. Let's get a precept on that get rich. Let's see what Yahweh says about this get rich thing. Let's go to Luke chapter 12. Young lion. Let's see if we get a precept on what we just got through saying about going to Luke. I want to I see can we get a precept on that about what we just got through saying. In the first chapter there, young line, let's see what he got to say that we can read about the mindset of the, of the young ones. We got a mindset. Let's look at 1216, and let's, let's, let's read down until we get our point. 1216 out of verse 21. Young lion, brother Micaiah, take your time to do your part in Luke chapter 1216 to 21. What does it say? All right, we're going over to the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 16 down to verse 21. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 16 down to 21, verse 16 reads, And he spake a parable unto them, saying, the ground, certain rich man bought forth principally. Verse 17. And he taught, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my food. Mm-hmm. Verse number 18. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barn and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruit and my goods. Verse 19. And I will say to my soul, So, you have much goods laid up for many years. 
Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20. But the YHWH, Yahweh said unto him, You fool, this night your soul shall be required of you. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided? Verse 21. So is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards YHWH, Yahweh. But now, what 
everything he's righteous is. Mother, you ready to read right now? In Deuteronomy 6, 25. Hey, Mother, read to the Madison audience how you seek Y-A-W-A righteousness. Come on. <laughs> the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. Verse 25 reads, And it shall be our righteousness that we observe to do all these commandments before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. So his righteousness is you keeping the commandments, the laws and statutes. That's his right. And all them things that you're talking about will be added to you. But first of all, you got to keep his righteousness. And we read, and Mother read earlier in um, Proverbs 8, 17, he loves them that love him. Now, young line, pick it up in uh, St. John 14, 14 down verse 21. He says, he loved them that love him, according to Proverbs 8. Let's try to hide. Oh, I love my Jehovah, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, I love him. I love him. And he put a song there. Let's find out what the almighty love of the Bible is. Young man, St. John, chapter 14, verse 14 down to 21. Hey, yo, tell me of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 8 down to verse 13, waiting on me. Deuteronomy 30, 8 to 13, waiting on me. Hey, yo, look still. But we going on. Oh, I just, I just feel a good feeling on me now. I, I love my Jehovah Jesus Christ, our Lord, right? Let's see what the Almighty Son said about this love. 14, 14, down to verse 21. Young line, Micaiah, come up. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 14, down to verse 21. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 14, read. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16. And I would pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it see him not, neither know him, but you know him, for he dwell with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. 19, yet a little while, and the world see me no more, but you see me, because I live, you shall live also. Verse 20, at that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. 21, he that hath my commandments, and keep them, he it is that love me. And he that loved me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Verse 24. Verse 24. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 24 reads, He that loved me, not keep not my saying. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father." Which sent me. Yeah. So he's saying, listen, me and my father gonna come to you 
if you keep it my law. Suppose you don't keep the law. Suppose you don't keep it. Look what we got written over here in 14, 14, and 15. Did, did you hear what the young lion just got to reading? Now imagine in 14, 14, hey, mother, hold what you got there, mother, and give me that. Um, give me Matthew 7, 21. Have that waiting on me, mother. Have me that. Matthew 7, 21 and 22. Have that waiting on me, oh, mother. Now, young lion, listen to what he said sure. in 14, 14 and 15 one more time. What did he say? Yes, sir. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 14 and verse 15. St. John, chapter 14, verse 14 reads, If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Lord. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now, now what? What do you tell you he gonna do if you keep him the next verse? The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 16. Verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he should give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. He said, now, if you keep the commandments along, he'll pray to the Father. But what is the... What is the, he said, now, if you do this, he'll pray to the Father. But suppose you don't keep it, then what, what are you going to do? He's not going to pray to the Father. He's not going to pray to the Father. He tells you the only way I'm going to pray to the Father, i got to make sure, and you got to be a Romans 2.13, not just a hero of the law, but a doer of the law. So, He's not praying for you if you're not keeping the law. See? But I can take up to who is then. In verse 16, he said, if you're keeping the law, I pray to the Father for you. But if you're not keeping the law, then who working with you? See that? Who working with you? Who else is in the business that's prosper by you breaking the law? He said, I'm only going to pray to the Father if you're keeping the law. So who in the business of praying for you if you're not keeping the law? Nevertheless, think about it. Think about it. Now, he says, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. He brought his name in it. He brought his name in it. He got his name in it and keeping his law. He got all this on the table for you. What ministry are you sitting up under? You got to make sure you got the law right. And he says, you ask anything in my name. But then here's the point. What is his name? What he says, what he said is all mouth. And St. John 5, 4, 3, that young line. Now, just what he said is all mouth. But came to his name. What did he say in St. John 5, 4, 3? In the book of St. John, we're going to chapter 5, and we want to read verse number 43. The book of St. John, chapter 5, verse 43, 43, read. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. 
If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. They come in the Father's name. The Father's name ain't no Jehovah Lord God Jesus Christ. The Father's name is not that. He said, yeah. I came in my Father's name. The Father. It's the Father's name, Jehovah Lord God Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Are you serious? That's his name. His name don't have a four letter to it. And in 42 verse 8 of Isaiah, what it said, that young line, what do we say by the mouth of the Spirit, 42 verse 8? You can call him Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, all you want. But look what he told the seal to write in 42 verse 8 of Isaiah. What did he say to write? We're going over to the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, and we want to pick it up at verse number 8. The book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse number 8, and it reads, I am the YHWH, that is my name, and my honor will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. He said, he said, my name is the four letters. If you not call me by the four letters, I'm not giving my honor to another. So if you not call me by the four letters, and you call me by the seven letters, Jehovah, Oh, Jesus, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, letters in Jesus. Five, five letters in Jesus. Five letters. I didn't read. I mean, letters. I mean, letters in Christ. Five. Five in Christ too. Well. Ah, six, six letters. Six. Six, six letters, letters in Christ, huh? Six letters. All right. So we all go. We <laughs> Jehovah, Jesus Christ. We all over the place, ain't we? Contrary to right. That's why we must come. See, we try to tell you, remember what Mother did read, but now I need it now, Mother, 69, verse 4. So we come on this on this national radio station to do one thing for those that got to hear the hero. Psalm 69, verse 4, Mother. Hey, Mother, what do we come on this national radio to do in 69, verse 4 of Psalm? Book of Psalm. Chapter 69, mm-hmm. verse 4. Let me get this. Hey, and Elder, Elder, have me Romans chapter 7, verse 9 through 12 and 16. Waiting on me, Elder. Romans chapter 7, verse 9, 9 down to 12 and 16. Waiting on me. What is it saying, Elder? 69, verse 4. <laughs> the book of Psalms, chapter 6, 9, verse 4. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hair of my head. They that would destroy me, he is my enemy, wrongly, are mightier than I. Destroy that which I took not away. So we come to restore to you what we took not away. We, we, we didn't give you the Lord. Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, our Lord, we didn't give you that. We're going to restore you back to the name that's going to get you some salvation. Not only if you're not keeping the law, statutes, and orders, you're not going up, up in the way. Matter of fact, where you're going is what Brother Micaiah is getting ready to read in 6624. So you want to know where you're going? It's written where you're going. If you don't keep 
You tell the preacher, listen, Mr. Preacher, I'm going to give you your time. Your free will offer. Your free will offer. All that. I'm going to help out in the quiet and every day there. But listen, if we don't keep the laws and statutes as in written, all we, all we hope of is Isaiah 66, 24. All we got coming is Isaiah 66, verse 24. What does it say? The book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 24. The book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verse 24, and it reads, And they shall go forth and look upon the carcass of the men that have transgressed <clears throat> sin against me. <clears throat> For their worms shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and they <clears throat> shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. He said, I'm going to set up the liquor fire. That you can be able to come out the congregation and go watch your loved one and that preacher that told you you ain't got to keep no law. You can go over there and watch him in the fire. Huh? And he's going to be a, a horn upon all flesh. So the lake of fire going to be right here and you going to be here too. <laughs> that rapture is up, up in the way that's a doctrine of saving to death. We'll break it down in another lesson. You'll be right here, and those that break the law and don't get the law right, he will be right what Isaiah said he'll be in. In the fire. And you can go look at the carcass of the men and women <coughs> that transgress against me. Now, young line, give me a precept on that in 1022, down to verse 27 of the book of Hebrews. Now, how about a precept? It's telling you what to do in right. It's up to you. We're going to Hebrews chapter uh, 10. And pick up verse 22 down verse 27, young line. What does it say? We're going to the book of Hebrews, the book of the Israelites, chapter 10, verse 22 down to verse 27. Book of Hebrews, the book of Israelites, chapter 10, verse 22, and it reads, Let us draw near with a true mind and full assurance of faith, having our minds sprinkled with an evil, I mean, with our minds sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. 23. Let us hold fast the professions of our faith without waver. For he is faithful that promise. 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. 25. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sin. 27. But a certain faithful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour. He said, a certain fearful indignation, fiery indignation. He said, if you ain't got this right, 
All you football is to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. When Paul said this, the son was back on the right hand of his father. It's in the book of Hebrews. He said, if you don't keep the law, you will be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. There, there will there, there. All you wait on is, is to, to be woke back up and thrown to the fire. And guess what? And when you get in that fire, you'll be immortal. You'll put worms on you. And the preacher that told you, all you got to do is believe on Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, and you're going to be wrapped away. He will be the first one in the fire. And then you will look over there while the worms tearing you up. It will be tearing that preacher up that he make, and you'll be so mad at him in the fire, and you got my money for lying. And you took my money for lying to me. I will really give you my And I heard what the six morning camp said. The Bible says, the law have dominion over as long as we live. Yeah. The Bible says we got to keep the Sabbath day. The Bible says we got to keep the law. You said we ain't got to do but believe on Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, and we'll be saved. That is a recipe for you and me to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. <laughs> if you don't repent for saying, all you got to do is believe on Jehovah, Lord God, and Jesus Christ. You're going to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. And those that follow you going to get you there in their back for saying something like that. Just keep the law. The elder getting ready to read Paul and Romans chapter 7, verse 9 through 12 and 16. Now, everybody love to quote Paul, right? Did, you, did, did the preacher man ever tell you Paul was an Israelite from a tribe of Benjamin? No. He'll never read 11 verse 1. He'll tell you Paul is a Roman Christian with a beanie, with a beanie ball hippie. That's not true. That's not Bible. Romans chapter 7, 9 through 12 and 16, by our ill, Mr. T of Israel, you on the clock, come out. In the book of Romans, chapter 7, reading verse number 9, and from verses 12 to 16, 9 says, For I was alive. We get 12, yes, just skip down to verse 16. We not get 12, 12 and skip to 16. Yes, sir. Continue to 16? No, just uh, okay. 9 through 12 and 16. I got you. Verse number 9. For I was alive without the law once. But when the Commandments to instructions came. Sin received, and I died. Verse number 12. Yes. Wherefore, the law. Sin. So he said, he said, he said, I was alive without the law one time. Boy, I found out that blew me. Boy, I found out I was all over the place. No, I stayed on up. That he said in verse 9. He said, I found out that the law. Got the knee on me as long as I live. Hey, I died from that world. I put that thing down. That was Paul said. His eye was open. What about your eyes? Tell you all you got to do is believe on Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved and you're going to, to heaven. And, and, and not knowing what, what a uh, young man. Hey, help me out for a minute, young man. In 11, verse number 21. Can you tell this national audience what heaven for you going to be at 
in Deuteronomy 11, 21. Tell me out of your line, where is heaven going to be? Yes, he is going to be up, up in the way. 1121, Deuteronomy, John Lyon. Brother Mackay, 1121. All right. Pick it up, brother. Yeah, come on. 1121. Come on, John Lyon. We're going over to the first five books of the Bible. The fifth book, Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 21. Verse 21 reads, That your days may be multiplied in the days of your children. In the land which the YHWH Yahweh swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Hey, that's the man saying that your heaven is here. You want to go up, 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 and away. <clears throat> oh, it's not no oh, wrath to take you up, up, and away. Your, your heaven is right here on earth. Once you get, once you get your mind right, everything is here. That's Christianity telling you that you're going to be leaving here. What, why, why he got to save you about you leaving here? Listen, he's going to take care of those that mistaught you at the proper time. That's why he sent a forerunner called Voices of a Jewish Life. Your heaven <clears throat> is on earth. It's held to you now because of your own sin against me. Now it's hell to you now, but it's going to be heaven to you again once you wake up and understand what's written in the mind. Come on back to hell. Okay. Reading verse number in Romans chapter 7, reading verse number 10. And it says, And the commandments which was ordained to life I found to be unto death. Eleven. For sin taken occasionally by the commandments or full instructions, deceived me, and by it slew me. Flow. Wherefore, the law is righteous, and the commandments or total instructions, righteous and just and good. Verse number you and Verse number 16 says, If then I do that which I would not do. I will consent unto the law. That is good. You see that? See that? You see, Paul, it's not worth Why don't you preach it from that? The law is good. The law is what's going to get you where you got to get to. It's good. Death and good. The law. The law. Uh, do you know what uh, Paul said uh, in A.A.A.A.M.? What did Paul say? In Acts chapter 18, maybe 19, what did Paul say? Paul talking about talking. Nobody don't quote with Paul when Paul talking his best. Little Paul say in the 19th, in the 18 chapter, verse number 21. Little Paul say, now the Almighty Son is back in heaven. Let's see what he says in um, 1821, uh, book of Acts. What did he say?
In the book of Acts, chapter 18, reading verse 21, it says, But bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh in Jerusalem, Yadda. But I will return again unto you, if Yahweh will, and he said, from Ephesians. So he says, uh, by all means I keep the feast. So Paul kept the law. Paul kept the law. Leviticus 23. Hey, how many times have your preacher told you about Leviticus 23? Now, be honest with me. There were 9,000 plus. How many times the WCC or the Roman Catholic Church, Latter-day Saints, how many times they tell you keep the feast is in Leviticus 23? Who gonna come clean and tell me how many times they told you that? Call me Captain. No. Tim Dolan in New York. How many times they told you keep Leviticus 23? What's that, y'all lying? Not one time. Zero. Now, and you're paying him even, even at a confession book. A confession <laughs> book. And now time he told you to keep the feast that's written in the biggest twenty three. The who what who tell you that? Boss got to his wife. Keep the feast that's written written in the biggest twenty three. You got seven feast days in Leviticus. Keep them. Keep them. Keep Leviticus twenty three. You want your blessing from Yahweh, the, the Almighty One, keep the feast days that's written in the biggest twenty three. So Paul said, by all means, I got to get back and keep the feast. Not only that, guess what, guess what else Paul uh, kept, Brother Micaiah, in 18, verse 4. All right. Not only kept the, remember he says in 18, verse 4. Did you know Paul got an 18, verse 4, too? Tell me want to quote Paul sometime. 18, verse 4, back, what it say? The book of Acts, chapter 18, verse number 4. Verse 4 reads. And he reasoned in the temples every Sabbath and persuaded Yadda Judah and the Greeks, the ten northern tribes. Every Sabbath day, Paul got to the temple. He got to the meeting place every Sabbath day. Paul did that. Paul did not keep Sunday. Paul kept the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Every Sabbath day, Paul kept the Sabbath day. How many times your preacher told you that? Paul kept the Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day. Now, uh, Mother, now Baruch, see, Baruch is a strange character. Jeremiah is given a prophet, 45th chapter. We're not going to read. And Baruch. While Jeremiah was giving, receiving from the angels some good stuff in the 45th chapter, then Baruch stopped with his pen and said, oh, woe is me. Woe is you. The right was, I'm getting ready to destroy the southern kingdom. I'm getting ready to beat them down real good. And he stopped and hollered, oh, woe is me. And then Yahweh told Jeremiah in that 45th chapter, 1, 2, 3, he said, I got something for Baruch. He tell Baruch, I just kill you, Baruch. You talking about yourself? Do you worry about the nation of Israel? I just kill you, Baruch. I'm going to let you live, Baruch. 
to deliver this knockout blow by the mother in Baruch 3, 1 through 9. Now, now Baruch, but Yahweh eyed Baruch from that point on. But look what Baruch did. Baruch 3, 1 through 9. What did, what did he say, mother? What did Baruch say after Yahweh threatened to take his life then and there? Baruch 3, mm-hmm. 1 through 9. Say, mother. Baruch chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. Baruch chapter 3, verse 1. O Yahweh Almighty, Yahweh of Israel, the soul in anguish, that troubles spirit, cries unto thee. Verse 2. Hear, O Yahweh, and have mercy, for thou art merciful and have pity upon us because we have sinned before thee. Verse 3. For thy endureth forever and we passes utterly. Verse 4. O Yahweh Almighty, thy Yahweh of Israel, hear now <clears throat> the prayer of the dead Israelites. And are their children which have sinned before thee and not hearken unto the voice of thee, their Yahweh for thee, for thee which called for, for that which called these fled, cleave unto us. Verse 5 Remember not the iniquities. Of our forefathers, but think upon thy power and thy name now at this time. Verse 6 For thou art the Yahweh, our Yahweh, and there, O Yahweh, will be praised. Verse 7 And for this cause thou hast put thy fear. In our mind, to to the intent that we should call upon Thy name and praise Thee in our captivity, for we have called on, for we have called to mind all the iniquities of our forefathers that sinned before Thee. Verse eight. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, where where thou hast scattered us for a report and a curse, and to be subjected to payments according to all the iniquities of our fathers, which departed from the Yahweh. Verse 9. Hear Israel, the commandments of life. Give ear to understand the wisdom. Well, Mimo, Baruch told you to hear who in verse 9 and the commandments, the law is. How long, mother? You mean Baruch talking that good? Baruch talking real good, ain't he? We got was eyeing him. He told Baruch, I'm going to let you, I'm going to leave, leave, I'm going to see life 
or pray, I should kill you, Baruch, in the 45th chapter 1, 2, and 3. Baruch talking that good. What did Baruch say in verse 9 again, Luke? Here, Israel, the commandments of life, give ears to understanding wisdom. Here, Israel, 12 tribes, the commandments mm-hmm. is of life. Life. Mm-hmm. You do this same thing. That's what Paul was called, Baruch. Listen, the law, the statutes, commandments is of life. He says, those that call on the name. Do you know the name in St. John 2031, Mother? Would you address the national audience about his name? What do you tell you so important about his name himself? He will tell you how important his name is himself in St. John 2031. What do he say, Mother, about his name in 2031 of St. John? And young line have me three eighteen down to verse twenty one or three seven. Book of Saint John, chapter twenty, verse thirty one. But these are are written that ye might believe that Yahweh is the Yahweh, the Son of Yahweh the Father, and that and that believe he might have life through his name. You got life through his name. His name is not Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ. That's not his name. He's coming his Father's name. Mm-hmm. So if you call him Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, that's not his name. He said out of his own mouth, he's coming his Father's name. And he just, and he just said, by you calling him by his name, that name will give you life. If you're not calling him by his name, you want to kick the time off. His mm-hmm. name only cares for us. Matter of fact, you're lying. Put me to talk a document facts about the four letters and showing you if you're not using the four letters, you are manipulating. You know, do you like to be, do you imagine somebody manipulating you? Imagine you, 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 let's tell you a preacher. I don't pay you all this money, and I don't find out you manipulated me, preacher. You know, I'm paid you a lot of money, preacher. I've donated a lot of my time. But look what a darker document fact says about you call him any other name than the four letters. Do you like being manipulated? Then you continue to call him Jehovah, Lord, God, Jesus Christ. But look what the darker document fact going to say behind the young line. Let's roll up in your line. Come up. Hold that for one second, sir. Let me let me grab it real quick. I gotta I gotta put him out of on my other spot. Okay. Yes, put up my other okay, spot. Well, I gotta go grab it. Okay, well you are you going find it. Hey yo, come on back and give me um do the run this uh chapter thirty. Give me give me Give me uh, 15 or 20. That's good enough. Then we'll bring Mother in. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Deuteronomy 6 says about in the 30th chapter, verse 15 down to 20 there. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 15 down to verse 20. What that say? Else? Israel. 
Deuteronomy chapter 30, reading uh, which verse to 15? 15 down to verse 20. Deuteronomy chapter 30, 15. verse 15 down to 20. What, what does that say there, okay. I-O-L? And he says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. 16. And that I command thee this day to love the Yahweh, the Yahweh, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments of Torah and instruction, and his statutes, and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Yahweh, the Yahweh, shall bless thee in the land where thou goest to possess it. 17. But if thine mind turn away so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other Yahwahs, even serve me. 18. I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye may not prolong your days upon the land, whether ye go pass it over to Jordan to go to possess it. 19. I call on heavenly earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. 20. That thou may love the Yahweh, the Yahweh, and that thou mayest obey his voice, thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Yahweh swear unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Israel, to give them. Mm. Uh, uh, give me that, uh, hey, uh, give me that um, Isaiah 52, verse 3 and 6. Isaiah 52, verse 3 and 6. What does that say? Uh, Isaiah 52, verse 3 and 6. Isaiah 52, Verse number three and six. And six. Three says, For thus says the Yahweh, ye have sold yourselves for not, and and ye shall be redeemed without money. Six. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know it in the day that I am he that both that doubt speak. Behold, it is I. Mm-hmm. He said, so late you will know his name. He said, you sold yourself for nothing. You sold yourself from following the other nations for nothing. He said, but one day you will know my name. And now most of the up there, we can tell you the benefit of you knowing his name. And a rude awakening. His name is not Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's a rude awakening. Sooner or later, the young lion will be back with that historical document facts. But mother, get ready to read something. Mother gonna read something, and this is one of the mothers out of the camp one. Mother gonna read what was told to Malachi at three sixteen down to verse eighteen. You know, listen to what. Uh, Mother Eve delivered to you in Malachi 3, 16 through 18. What's that, Mother? 
the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. Okay. Come on, Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. Then they that feared the Yahweh speak also one to another, and the Yahweh hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Yahweh and that thought upon his name, 17. And they shall be mine, said the Yahweh of hosts. And that day, when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spared his own son that served him. Verse 18. Then shall ye return, and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves Yahweh and him that serves him not. Uh-huh. So you're going to be able to look directly at that preacher, and you will see you're not serving You're not serving him. You serve your own belly. Mm-hmm. Anytime you sit there and tell me that all I do is believe on uh, Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, and we going in the rapture up, up, and away. That's a recipe for suicide. The young man in, in Matthew chapter 19, 16, 17 asked the question. He said, good master, what must I do to have eternal life? He said, keep the law and the commandments. That's what you do. Huh? That's what you do. So, if it was an up, up, and away, and all you got to do is believe on Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, don't you think the man that made the heaven and earth was told the man, the man asked a question, what must I do? He told him. In Matthew 6, 19, 16, 17, this is what you must do if you want to turn alive. The same thing. How does a little preacher stand before you and tell you all you got to do is believe on Jesus Christ our Lord Jehovah, and you going past the stars, moon, and sky in a rapture. Huh? That preacher should have been ran out of there. You open borrowing uh, somebody's pistol and pistol with him up out of there. You're borrowing pistol. Look here. I'm going to borrow Might go borrowing my sister's pistol and pistol with you about here saying stuff like that. You got my whole family hooked up in this kind of stuff. Huh? No, I don't want my mom. See, you, you, you have to. That's why it's so important for us to get together and get the land, school, and banquet all for the youngest to come in and hear what the Bible says. You're not hearing what the Bible says. Watch, watch the young lions deliver the knockout blow on the historical documents back. Do you like to be manipulated? And child preacher tell you, that all you got to do is believe on Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved, and you're going up, up, and away in a rapture. Huh? What you got there, young man? You, you got something to work with for the national audience, young man? Hallelujah. All right. 
Come on. We want to first kick it off with some historical document facts about the YHWH next. The historical document facts about YHWH and it reads, one thing that is clear is that the name is not the L-O-R-D Lord. This <laughs> title is substituted for the name almost 7,000 times in the Old Testament in most English translations of the Hebrew polluted word for the Shemitic scriptures. In other words, Y-H-W-H is removed 7,000 times in the Old Testament, and the L-O-R-D Lord is added 7,000 times. This manipulation, this manipulation, no matter how well intended, hides the clear desire of Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, for people to call on his name. Yeah. So when you're not calling on his name, you're being manipulated. Now imagine you with somebody and they manipulate you. They don't make you feel good. You want to cut them off, don't you? Anytime a preacher starts to quote you and tell you that his name, that what is written by the elder at 315 of Exodus, you pay it no never mind, and the last word he said in 315, you pay it no never mind, and then you cover the letter with more than four letters on his name. Don't you know you've been manipulated? Hey, El, what do we say we can read in Exodus 315? Okay, the Exodus, chapter 3, looking at verse number 15, it says, And likewise said, Moreover, unto Moses, thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, the Yahweh of your fathers, the Yahweh of Abraham, the Yahweh of Isaac, and the Yahweh of Israel has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Now, if he tell Moses, this is my name throughout all generations, ain't we in a generation now? We ain't one of them all generations, ain't over way yet. He said, this is my name forever, Moses. Uh-huh. My name carries four letters forever. Y-H-W-H. And what he said there, uh, Elder, and, uh, and Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6 behind that. What he said for those that want to ignore what he just said, this is my name forever. What he says in Proverbs 30, Verse five and six. And mother, hey mother, have me um the book of Psalms one sixteen thirteen and Acts four twelve. And we'll turn on to Mother Z and get a commentary. In the book of Proverbs. Yes, sir. In the book of Proverbs, chapter thirty, reading verse five and six. Five says, every word of the alcohol is pure. He is a shield unto him that put their trust in him. Six, add not unto his words, least he reprove thee, and thou shalt be found alive. He said, add not to his words, or he's going to correct you by barking over to his life. You'll be found alive. Anytime any man get before you and say his name carries uh, more than four letters, or short to three letters, you are a liar. You are a liar. 
and you be reproved by the six anointed council. His name is only four letters. You can ask your hey, 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 mother, hey, hey, mother Z, ask your phone, what is God's true name there, mother Z? Hey, mother, mother Z. Mother Z ain't in here, uh, Zia. All right. All right, good enough, Carl. Can anybody, can a, a young lion, somebody ask me telephone, hey, say telephone, oh, one I say, true name, let's see what it say. Let's see the telephone to say. What is God's true name? Who going to ask that question? Get at a one I say. I could try and see if my phone will work. Try it, Elder. Hey, Elder, ask that telephone. What? What is God's true name? That's it. Let's see what it says. Okay. I was looking at that a bit before, but not on my uh, phone. Uh, ask the computer what is God's true name uh, previously before the broadcast started.
and talked with me, saying, Come hither, that come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb, wife. Verse ten. And he and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the righteous Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from Yahweh, verse 11, having the glory of Yahweh and her light was like unto, unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. We find out that 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 new Jerusalem is coming down. Now here's the point. If the new city is coming down and you going up, you're gonna miss it. So mm-hmm. now those that, that, that got to go up, up and away, and he coming down and and your preacher telling you about you going up. Now we just find out that new Jerusalem is coming down. The great city is coming down. But your preacher going to tell you about you going up. Now, if everybody that's up there in the third heaven is coming down here, and but your preacher telling you you going up, up, and away, you won't miss it. You'll be up there all by yourself. Because everybody's going to be down here. Now, Elder, hold what you got, Elder, and back going up to um, 22. Give me 22. And pick it up at verse number 14 here. Let's go 22. Okay, Revelation. Yes, 22. Pick it up at verse 14. So now we're going to find out. Almighty Son is going to bring them down to you. According to what Mother just got you to read. She's going to bring it down. Your preacher going to tell you to be saved. You're going up, up, and away. So while you're going up, up, and away... The kingdom is coming down. Uh, what's that WCC? Read that verse again. Hey, Mo, read that verse again by coming down. Let's, let's get a WCC, World Council Church, they want to get that verse again. Read that verse again, Mo, about New Jerusalem's coming down. Okay, Revelation. Chapter 21. Okay. And carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. Um, call your verse out, mother. Hey, mother, call your verse. Okay, I'm got. I'm trying to get to the right one. Verse, verse nine. And there come unto me one. Revelation twenty-one, verse nine. And there come unto me one of the seven angels. Which had the seven bells full of full of the well, seven bells. Hey, mother, hey, mother, stick it verse ten, twenty-one ten. I want to get ready for it all. The WCC World Council of Churches, twenty-one ten says what? Okay, Revelation chapter twenty-one verse ten, and he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that. Great city, the the righteous Jerusalem, descending out of heaven 
from Yahweh. So the center means coming down, mother. That means the city, the big, the big Jerusalem is coming down. Now your preacher's teaching you about you going up, up and away in the rapture. So now if if if, if the big city is coming down and you going up, you gonna miss it. But but who's it for? Anyway, let's see who is the city for anyway, according to verse twelve. Okay, verse, uh, Revelation 21, verse 12. And had a wall great and high, and had 12 gates, and at the gate 12 angels, and the name written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. So now, if you are Christian, or Jehovah's Witness or anything, what get, I don't see no gates for you. You got to be, what, you got to come to one, you got to go through one of these gates. You got to, the gates is going to have 12 gates, and you have names written on it, 12 trials of Israel, the one coming down. So now you are a Christian, or Jehovah's Witness, or Latter-day Saints, or whatever, where your gate at? The gates is for the 12 trials. Everybody will have a gate of the 12 trials of Israel. So what gate are you going? What gate says Christian on it? So mm-hmm. well, I'm a Christian born and a Christian going. It ain't no gate called Christian. Mm-hmm. It ain't no gate called Jehovah Witness gate. It ain't no Islam gate. It ain't no Judaism gate. You have to figure out how to get up under one of these gates of the 12 tribes of Israel, according to verse 21. 12. Read it again, mother. Take your time and read that again, mother. About New Jerusalem coming down, we read it already. Now read verse 12 again for the national audience. The book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 12. And had a wall great and high, and had 12 gates, and at the gate 12 angels, and the name written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Hey, mother, can't get no plan in that, mother. So now, hold your point there, y'all. Give me, give me uh, Second Ezra chapter nine, verse seven through thirteen, y'all. Give me Second Ezra chapter nine, verse seven down to verse thirteen. I know. I mean, it's the plan. Now, you have to come through one of these gates that's on earth. And the gates will have 12 angels over it and the number of the 12 tribes of Israel. So if you think you have to be American, Negro, and colored, it ain't no gates for that neither. You mm-hmm. got to know what tribe you're from, so you got to know what gate you're going in. The big old angels going to be making sure that you got to know who you are. Hey, right there. 21, verse 12. It didn't mention nothing about no Christians. Nothing about Jehovah's Witnesses. None about um, Latter-day Saints. They mentioned none about none of them. You might have to figure out what gate you're going through. Not the Roman Catholic Church. Oh, we know the Roman Catholic Church ain't going nowhere near any gate. We're going to take care of them. And then if I read that, but I ain't going to read that. The Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, now. 
Look what the elders give me to read. And second Ezra 9, verse 7 out of verse 13. Here's the prophecy. What's the prophecy say, elders? Second Ezra. Second Ezra. Nine. Second Ezra, chapter nine. Yes, sir. Verses seven to verse thirteen. Seven says, and everyone that shall be saved and shall be able to escape his words, and by faith whereby you shall believe. No, you'll be saved by works. No, he said, everyone that will be saved, you're gonna be. That means if you ain't if you ain't done no work, then what you doing the paycheck line for? Remember we read over there in that um, twelve verse twenty one is if you ain't got hey mother read that again real quick mother that uh Luke twelve twenty one so all the way you gonna be saved look look what he says in Luke twelve twenty one. Where is it at? Hey, Mother. Hey, Mother E. Where is it at? 1221. Okay. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 21. Luke, chapter 12, verse 21, read. So is he that layeth up treasures for himself, and is not rich for Jehovah. So you gotta be rich. You gotta be rich in some yacht You can't be laying your treasures in everywhere else. You gotta make sure one thing: you invest well in yacht You know, like land, school, banquet hall, radio station to help get you some James five twenty and Matthew uh, twenty five twenty one. You all you want to hear out of yacht Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what you want. Tell you James five twenty if you convert a sinner to the right way, it hides all two of your faults. So we got a lot of faults. We got faults thinking we're doing the right thing by calling on many names. But if you're able to help somebody and put them on the right track, Yahweh might weak it. If the crap you, I don't know, he might. But he said it hides all two of your faults in James five uh, twenty. And you want to get all the James five twenty you can get me before you stand with this, this man with them red eyes and them and them big black feet and big black hands looking at you sitting in that in that throne seat. And he and, and you know what he's gonna tell you if, if you're not right in nineteen verse seven, Mother and Luke. This is what he's gonna tell you if you're not right. Luke nineteen verse seven. You know, he got it written. Luke 
authority over ten cities. Chapter 9, and I will start in at uh, verse number 7 to uh, 13. Okay, give me 7 to 13, Okay, I had, okay, I had read 7. I will repeat 7 again. 7 okay. says, And everyone that shall be saved and shall be able to escape his works and their faith, whereby he have believed. 8. Shall be preserved from the same worlds and shall see my salvation in my land and within my borders. For I have sanctified them for me from the beginning. Nine. Then they shall say, Be in pitiful case, which now have abused my ways, and they shall have cast them away despitefully, shall dwell in the torment. For such as their life have received benefits and have not known me. Eleven, and they have loved my law while they had yet liberty and was as yet placed of repentance, was open unto them, understood not. Twelve, the same must know it after death by pain. Thirteen. And therefore, be thou not curious how the ungodly shall be punished, and when it be inquired, how the righteous will be saved, whose the world is and for whom the world is created. Jesus, he said, uh, if you don't be so curious about how the the the, the going, almost, he said, he said after death is pain waiting on him. Everybody think out of death is all this little air thing, but they ain't in pain. No, no, your pain just begins. See, mm-hmm. after death, that's when your pain kick in. See, we've been so wrong everywhere. Your, 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 your pain starts from the minute you die on the wrong side of Yahweh. That's when your pain really starts. Right now, right now you know, those that's not in the word of Yahweh, they're getting, they're getting a
with the spiteful minds to cast it out for a prey. Prophesy, therefore, concerning the land of Israel, and say it to the mountains, and to the hills, to the rivers, to the valleys, thou seest me out for Behold, I have spoken of my jealousy, and in my fury, because ye are the born of the king of the heathen. Therefore, thus saith the Yahweh, I have lifted up my hand, by my hand, surely the heathen that are about you, they shall bear their shame. Eight. But all ye mountains of Israel, ye shall shout forth your branches, and yield your fruits unto my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come.